Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski to my right. I got Otis to my left. I got Uncle Buck and Colin are back. Uncle Buck, you said you had something to start us off with. What do you got? You remember the game, The Sims, on the computer where you made a, you know, a character and the little green diamond was over top of you and you just kind of walked around and you lived your life? Yeah, it was kind of... Vicariously through hey, a video game? You know, honestly, though, that was kind of like one of the most weirdest games we played as kids if you look back and think about it Dude, that's you, just weird you created a character and you live the life of a cartoon i never played it i think the game's weird but anyways like that I, game was so off the walls right my question to you is if your life right now somebody was playing your character in the sim games would he just turn the fucking xbox off be done with it yes no, 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 no. I don't think so because I feel like my life is actually kind of interesting. Maybe not during the week, but once Thursday and Friday, Saturday hits, I feel like someone might want to follow me around a little bit and see what uh, old Roski's up to. A little bit of hot tub action. Yeah. Going to the grocery store. That, that well, I wasn't thinking about hot tub or grocery store, but... <laughs> Yeah, I was the thinking. What's so of, interesting about a grocery store? I was thinking grocery about grocery store. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I played The Sims the other day, and I was playing, and I just felt like if that was my life at this point, I would have shut the game off fucking years ago. Mm. You think so? <laughs> yes. Boring as no, shit. No, you know what though, Buck? I think I think you're discounting yourself a little bit because I think your life is interesting. I mean, you're a wildcat. You got an interesting job. You you uh you play golf on the weekends, and I know me and you played golf today. And it wasn't the best outing. You threw a few f bombs. You might have threw your club a time or two. I didn't throw the club. Did you had a? Did you have a club toss in there? I no, didn't have a, uh, no, that was his dad. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. No, it's a forgettable round. But That's... we can, we can get into that a little bit. I mean, me and Uncle Buck, we actually shot worse than what we did on the, you know, the easier course. We shot a forty four today on probably the easiest course in Ohio, the state of Ohio. Probably the Midwest. <laughs> and, you know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, we shot a 43. Today, we shot a 44. And three weeks ago, we played on a, a much harder course than what we did today. Huh. Just wasn't feeling it, man. So, it's the first time probably since junior high that I've golfed that I was sober. 100% sober. No alcohol induced at all. Facts. You know what? I agree with you on that because, like, you're not allowed drinking on that course. So... Me and him played sober for the first time ever. Me and Uncle Buck, we never played golf sober. And I'm sure the guys out there listening, when you go golfing, you at least take a sixer. Yeah. You're not going out there and playing sober. So did that factor into it? Maybe. Not sure. Are you a little bit more loose when you got three beers in you? I think so. What do you think, Otis? You golf a lot. A little swing oil in you. And the older you get, I think the more you want to drink and also how much you need to drink when you get out there on the golf course to – not only make it enjoyable, but make it a little bit of fun. Because, like you guys talked about, when you guys have a terrible round or anybody has a terrible round, you need a little bit of that liquid. It's a little bit of liquid courage. You need a little bit of that liquid courage to make it to get you through it before you just well, see. That's why my that's why or, my favorite my favorite animal is a goldfish. You know why? You know why that's the best fucking animal that exists? Why is that? Because their memory is ten seconds. They're the happiest fucking things alive. Because their memory is ten seconds. How in God's green earth. Did you do you know that? I'm a marine biologist. <laughs> my si- my side job. I work at SeaWorld. I was listening to a uh, few individuals talk this week, and they were talking about boobies, mm. the titties, and you Cans. know any other nicknames over the shoulder boulder holders. No, that's a brawl. That's a brawl, oh, but it's uh, close. Milkers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tatas. Gazungas. Fun bags. The old tunnel alley. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So I brought I, I thought of these questions for you guys. You know, it's been a while since we've went a little raid. I mean, actually it's been two episodes, so what the hell? Let's get back into let's it. Let's break the F bomb yeah, record. Yeah, let, well, I don't know if we'll do that again because that was a hell of a record, but let's let's try. Here we go. I want to ask you guys, when was your first still? titty and now what i mean by still 
titty. I mean like a picture, the first photo, the first titty you ever seen that wasn't moving or real life. When when in your life was that first actual titty and you're like, oh, so that's what those are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we all had that experience oh, as yeah. kids. When was that first one? When was that first real titty action that you ever seen? I got a story for you. Let's hear it. I was in fourth grade, had a little sleepover at a buddy's house. Was this still? Was this a still titty? Um, I think there was no movement involved, but yes. I mean, you know, at first. You freeze yes, from. It was. It Go was ahead and tell your titty. story. I'm so, sorry for interrupting. No, that's all right. Um, you know, it was like maybe 12 o'clock, one in the morning. Parents were asleep. And we thought it was a good idea to, you know, do a little Google searching. And somehow, some way, we stumbled upon boobs.com. And uh, that was my first pornographic experience. Boobs.com. Yes, boobs.com. And, you know, we were rookies at this shit. And, you know, wake up the next morning, all is good until his dad got on the computer. And we, uh, we didn't know about the, the history, boys. History. No, Always yeah. clear the history. We did not do Rookie that. Rookie mistake. So. We got caught and got our asses ripped. Now, what exactly did that dad say to you, that father? You know, I don't think I don't think the father was real disappointed, but when the mother, my mom found out. Oh, yeah. did he told your mom? He told my mother. Oh, oh, now you see, now boy. you see it. Now you just let that be in the house. I'm go- exactly, but go ahead and go yeah, in. You just on that. if you're if you're the parent, you just hey guys, listen. This is what happened. It stays here. I'm not going to tell your mom. I'm not going to tell my mom. Nobody's mom. This is between us. Guys do this shit. That's the end of it. Don't let it happen again. I can respect that. And here's the reason why. When me and him got caught watching porn for the first time, when I talked about putting my foot in front of that screen in his bedroom, his mom seen that. His dad ripped the computer out of the freaking wall and threw it out into the front yard. We, we experienced that. But, but Debbie guess, and Monk never found guess out. Guess what did they, they didn't do? They didn't tell my parents that me and Uncle Buck got caught watching Jenna Jamerson getting reamed in the anus. <laughs> Which they didn't tell Monk that. You know what I mean? In the parents' defense, I think it was more like a ha ha. Look, our kids, our ten year old kids, were watching porn. Oh no, that know? wasn't that. Well, his, well, his mother was a fumid. Yeah, but I seen the smoke coming out of her ears. Let me ask you this: How would my mom felt if she would have told your parents? Of the shit that was going on at my house. See, that's the reason why. And yeah, that's why really I kind of think I'm going against Colin's story here. Like, if I'm that dad or I'm that mom, I don't want to seem like the bad parents. Parent. Thinking, yeah. Not, yeah. Well, and you know what? Shout out to boobs.com. I don't know if it still exists. I haven't, I've never went back and like dove into that. But well, I'm, if I it guarantee does, I'm sure Uncle it's... Buck's got his phone right now. He's going to hit <laughs> boobs.com. <laughs> and we're going to tell you here in about 35 seconds. But while he's doing that, Otis, when was your first still titty? That's a tough question. That's it is. a real tough it question. Because you're going back a few... Uh, boys, it's not just boobs. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. They got two and a half hour videos on this month. This is a goddamn gold mine. <laughs> well, hey, Colin, thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank 10-year-old went... Colin. Let's uh, go back to Otis here. What well, we got? Well, it's a tough question because... It's it's pretty far back, but what I'm thinking of is my neighbor, and he had he had some magazines that were pretty cool. We'll put it that way. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you think about it though. Say you were 11 and he was 16, so he might have had them magazines. You know, at 16 you might have them magazines, but at the age of 11 you've never seen that before, so you thought he was cool as hell. Oh yeah, I thought exactly. it, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Exactly. I, just like any 11-year-old. I mean, that's it, about that's about the age that everybody is every every boy that's about 11, 12 years old. That's about the age you're you're seeing your first breast set of boobies. Set of I, breastuses. I feel like it goes through a phase like you're that age, the first phase is being around a group of friends watching porn, right? That's the cool thing to do. You age a little more, it's drinking alcohol, right? Everybody's drinking alcohol. That's the cool thing to do. And then it's the drugs. Like that's where we're at. <laughs> so age eleven, you're thinking. It, that's a very rough guesstimate, but okay. I would say eleven or twelve. How, how what grade are you in at eleven years old? What probably fifth, fifth, fifth fourth, how, fifth. Yeah, I'd say that's probably about. You right. know what? I'm going to go right along with you. I think it was about fourth or fifth grade, and it was probably the summertime. Me and Uncle Buck were hanging out, and here's the thing: we've said this before, but during the summertime, our parents worked. 
and there was only one person watching me and Uncle Buck, and that was his grandmother. And she just let us do whatever the hell we want. We I mean, she have. she made grilled sandwich, grilled cheese sandwiches, and slept the majority of the fucking exactly. time. Exactly, and I it mean, was just me and Uncle Buck running around like hooligans, and that's exactly what we were then, and that's exactly what we are now till this day. We're hooligans. So, what we did was we would search around the houses. One day, we came across a box full of Playboys in you know my parents' garage. We've talked about Monk's Playboy collection, and by God, when we found them, that was the step for me and Uncle Buck taking it to the next level. Yeah, that was the that was the gateway pick. Exactly, right there. that was the gateway to LimeWire for us. <laughs> yeah, we talked about shutting down the internet in Frankfurt, and I think Monk's Playboy collection was the first step. Mm. I feel like that step is it. I'm going to use an analogy here. It's kind of like it's kind of like falling asleep, right? I think this is actually in a movie, but before that. You just kind of think about it. You don't really put a whole lot of effort into it. You don't really know what you're doing and all that stuff. And then as soon as you see that first picture, game on. Mm. Just like falling asleep. It's slow at first, slow, 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 and then just like that. I don't think there's any better way to explain it because I feel like once me and Buck got that first picture, then titties and, you know, Playboys, they didn't show a whole lot, but they did show they did show the muff. They showed enough. They showed enough, and me and Buck got interested, like, oh, what is that down there? <laughs> we need to see more of that. Hey, I watched, I, or I, I, I looked at so much Playboy that actually the first piece of poon I ever got when it was shaved, I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this isn't what I've seen. What is that? <laughs> No, but we talked about uh, the man cave in Uncle Buck's garage, and we would, when we got a little bit older, where were we, Buck? Um, probably like 18, 19, 20 years old, we had a man cave in Buck's uh, old garage, and Monk still had his collection. Monk didn't know we knew about it, so we'd go out there and we'd cut out the centerfolds, and we would hang up the centerfolds <laughs> in the man cave, so there would just be straight muff hanging <laughs> In our man oh, cave. Every time you walked through the garage door, you had to Straight wipe muff. Your, you had to wipe your mouth because, because you just walked right through it. Because it's like the, a spider web. The, honestly, the muff was hanging as soon as you walked through the door. Huh. Buck, when was your first still titty? Was it the Playboy collection from Monk or I mean, did I, you see one before I then? think I seen it before. It was a Christmas one year at my uncle's house. I snuck down to the basement underneath his coffee table. He had like a you know, little I don't know, basket. Yeah, he had some eighties eighties Playboy mm-hmm. in that bitch. I didn't open presents that night. <laughs> <laughs> His present was in the basket. I missed I missed the presents and dinner. So it was a it was a magazine as I well. I mean it wouldn't yes, it wouldn't have been too far ahead of when we seen monks, right. but I get it. Okay. So what about your first video or moving titty? Oh boy. Now I feel like the moving titties, the video titties, the movie titties are different because they're actually live live action. You know what I mean? Here's a few examples for you guys and i'm sure they're probably kind of all all the same but my first video action was in a movie i've got porkies you guys know what porkies is right never if heard you've of never it. seen porkies it's you like need to watch 1984 is classic okay is that the peeping tom movie? that's yes the, okay. that's when they're yeah. looking through the shower and yeah. then the guy sticks his wiener through the window yeah <laughs> yes exactly that's porkies then we've got striptease. Have you ever heard of striptease? The no, movie? never have. Striptease. Demi is Moore. A, it's a movie with Debbie Moore in it, and it's a uh, she's a stripper, but she gets caught up in some other shit with her ex husband. It's a whole thing. Great movie. Revenge of the Nerds. Varsity Blues. Miss Davis. Who wow, hasn't seen them cans? Yeah. Last but not least, American Pie. Mm. Was that yeah. the foreign foreign exchange students? Yes. yes, it was. She was gorgeous. Yes, she was. So those are my first movie titties. When was your first like video? What was the first movie? Uh, well, the, it's not going to be the first movie. I, I'm I'm not going necessarily. You see nipple. The first time I ever, you know, caught a glimpse of a nice. You guys going to fuck. Nice cleavage was QVC at night. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably advertising the brawls, the lingerie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's what got me interested. I want to know what was underneath that. What was covering up that motherfucker? Right? <laughs> So, <laughs> the first movie that I actually seen, and it was on HBO, and I had stolen my dad's satellite account to watch it. It was Showgirls, and if you guys remember, Saved by the Bell, she played the tall Kelly Kapowski. It wasn't Kelly. That was a uh, start with an S. Whatever her name was, but all it is is a movie about her stripped, and it showed everything, <laughs> and that 
was the gas to my spark plug. <laughs> After watching that movie, I was putting my dick in every pillowcase, <laughs> every couch cushion, and every flower vase that was in anywhere in my house that had started it. I was Jessica Spann, though. Gorgeous. The tall blonde. Yes. Okay. Phenomenal. So you was doing your pillow because of her. She's yeah. She's still my probably number one on my bucket list. Okay. So Colin, your first movie scene that you seen with titties as a kid, how did you react? Which one was it? Well, so it wasn't really a movie. This is a weird story. I'm not gonna lie. It's fucking weird. We're all about it. So my uncle he used to come down. He'd stay in a camper on a farmer's property just down the road from me. And one night, my dad was like, hey, we're going to go up. We're going to see your uncle. So we, we go over there. We're walking into the camper. And before I even step foot in the camper, I look up. And on the TV screen in there, all I see is a set of titties and a dick going between them. That's the fucking... But that's the town, the tunnel Buck was talking about. <laughs> yeah, the tunnel. The titty yeah. tunnel. But the titty tunnel. <laughs> I don't know how old I was. I don't know, you know what flick it was. But that sticks out in my memory for sure. That so was definitely you, the first you time. you seen your titties in a camper. Yes. That's a weird way to see your first set. You ain't fucking kidding. What the, <laughs> what the, what the dick look like? I, well, you know, my mind really wasn't focused on the dick, Buck, but... Good answer. Good <laughs> answer. <laughs> Otis. Claybird, you took the answer right out of my mouth when you first started this question because your last two movies that you rattled off there was what instantly came in my in my head. Miss Davis still has a special place mm. in my in my heart. I to think Miss Davis has probably top three sets of tits in any movie, possibly today. And oh, then the yeah, the American Pie girl you were talking about, Nadia. And those were Nadia. Nadia. Those were natural. Uh, that was her name, Nadia. What was those she French two, or what was she? She, I think she was French. Yeah. I think she was. Yep. Everybody gave the guy shit for fucking a. A apple pie. He was. He was. Yeah. Well, he was pre coming too. Give him. Give him yeah. a break. On if you video, saw those, I would be. I mean, my God, if you're a virgin and you seen them things, you can't give that guy shit. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We would all would have done it. I mean, that is a grown ass woman walking into your room stripping naked. What the hell are you going to do at age 16 at that? You know what I mean? Oh fuck! Surprised yeah. he wasn't putting holes was... in his drywall and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he had it broadcasted to the whole fucking community. Yeah, he sure did. And today we got Pornhub. Right, totally different. That was it. Yep. There was a couple arrested at Cedar Point this past week for having sexual intercourse on a Ferris wheel. I saw that. Damn. What's your first thoughts, Otis? My first thoughts are, like, that was the best place. Granted, very exhilarating probably, but oh, yeah. at the same time, that was the best place you could come up with. Like, there's bathrooms at amusement yeah. parks, there's... Lots bushes. of different bushes, I mean, dark fuck. corners, lots of different places, porta potties, <laughs> lots of different places. So I'm just thinking, you got a lot of cojones to do that. Now you will always be remembered as the couple who had sex on a Ferris wheel and got caught. Which, let's be honest, there's way worse things. There to is be way, for. way, way, way worse. So mine, mine would be. I got two things. Number one, was it broad daylight? Yes. That's fucking wild. During the day. Number two, that motherfucker had to be rocking. <laughs> I mean, for yeah. real. Okay, you think about the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Every time, every little movement, it's, 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 rocking. it's rocking. Here's the thing. I don't believe that they were having, like, full sex. It's oral. I think it was oral. Mm. The girl on the guy. See, that don't sound half bad. Because, <laughs> here's the reason. When they got off the ride, they got arrested, of course. She, her excuse was, I dropped my pack of cigarettes and I had to go down and pick them up. For three minutes and 45 exactly. seconds. Exactly. And that's what everybody said. <laughs> Slippery pack of cigarettes. Now, this, this, is the, this, is the, this is the bad part. This is the bad part. The first person who recorded uh, reported to the cops was a 12-year-old boy. Oof. And the other, the other person was a mother with like her nine-year-old daughter. Like they got reported, like underneath of them was the 12-year-old boy and his family. Up top was a nine-year-old girl and his, like her mom. Mm. So you're you're exposing that to children. So you're going to jail oh, not yeah. only for that, but you're also going for like indecent, indecent exposure, exposure yeah. and also minors. Mm. So this this the Ferris wheel wasn't enclosed. No, 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 no. This is it's like an open one. Yes, like at the and, fair. And there's people beneath them, and there's people above them. So they seen that rocking. See, they got to hit that right point when they've reached that peak. It looks over the lake. 
That's, that's when she you suck it as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, Clay. If you were twelve and you saw that, are you turning them in or are you? I just probably jealous? wouldn't have turned them in. But here's the thing: I'm going to act like my I'm taking a selfie never for rode three the and a half Ferris minutes. with me. It probably would have been like my buddy, buddy, or you Your know, brother. my brother or Uncle Buck or someone that I know. We would have fucking started the slow clap <laughs> or something. We would have started something. No, I wouldn't have turned them in. But I can understand these kids had their parents with them. You don't want your kids seeing that. It's totally inappropriate. I'm not saying it's appropriate. These people should go to jail for a long time. I agree with what they got, but it's a, a long funny, time though. Like, it's a, what about just a heavy fine or something? I don't know. No, I mean, I mean, this this girl is literally giving him an oral in public on yeah, a Ferris wheel with little kids around. Yes, they that's deserve to. Point. They deserve yeah, to right. go away for I mean, a long if, time. If, if, if the sorry. kids were not there, it's a different story. But it's a fucking you, amusement. You, park. Yeah, right. exactly. There's twelve and nine year old kids that. Save yes. that for the hotel room. So, what do you think that conversation went like with the cop and the twelve year old? Well, well, I mean, the mother was with him. Okay, the, but she's saying, "Hey, my twelve year old seen this." But and, what do you say? Do you say, "I saw a girl performing oral"? No, you say, "I saw a girl sucking dick." I yes, mean, <laughs> that's what you say. Like, go get their asses. That's them. Go get them. And then, of course, when you're a cop, you're like, "Oh, really? That can't be possible." So you stop them. And then you have other people coming up to you like, yes, that's them. We've seen them also. That's got to be hard to prove in court, though, right? I read the uh, website, and it actually said that they denied it at first, but then they also, they afterwards, open, really? they openly admitted to it wow. to get a lesser fine. We go back to our old days. Clay and I would be like, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. So, Me, like I said, if we were on that Ferris wheel, we, we would have rode that guy all the way to the end. We would have encouraged him. <laughs> I think it I think it makes a difference though that the, the parent was there too. Obviously the parents gonna take that very offensively. And you said a what, nine and a twelve year old? Yes. So the twelve year old was the boy or the girl? I'm not sure. So the twelve year old, if you can think back when you were twelve years old. Me and Buck would have been like, Oh, no, leave him alone. Yeah, but, but the no, parent the parent exactly. being there just takes two whole rightfully so. Rightfully so. Lock them up, don't let them out for a while. That's my advice to the police officers. Moral yeah, of the story is don't get your wee wee played with on the Ferris wheel in the midday at Cedar Point. Can we Facts. all say that? Go Facts. eat an elephant ear. <laughs> I had an elephant ear at the fair. Good. They're a lot better when they're warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I had I so when you're at the fair and you go up and get food, right? It wasn't warm. You didn't well, ask for another. By the time you get to it, oh. so you only want to make one trip out there to the midway, right? Okay. To get all your food. So I got me. I got me a tenderloin. I got me a thing of fries. I got me a sweet tea. Vinegar. Vinegar with the fries. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my absolutely. God. So a tenderloin, thing of fries, sweet tea. I actually had two sweet teas and an elephant ear. Right? You did. How it much right. was it? Close to fifty. No. It's about. It was about. He served thirty bucks. It was about two. thirty, thirty-five bucks. Yeah, I knew worth it. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, every bit of worth it. So no fried cheese. Not this time. God no. damn it. Um. So, but by the time you get to the elephant ear. It's a little bit cold, mm. especially on them fall, them somewhat kind of late summer, fall, late summer nights. It gets yeah. a little bit nippy, You're right? So, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed in the elephant ear. That's your own fault. It though. is my own fault because I didn't get to it quick enough. Draymond Green had a blunt rolling station as a party favor for his wedding. You know, when you go to a wedding, you're thinking you're going to get a free meal and probably some free drinks, beer, liquor, whatever, wine. But there's also a different station. What state? California. It's California. Yeah, okay. I'm sure, yeah. Well, that's... That's what I'm saying. Like, with all these states legalizing marijuana, do you, my question was, do you guys think this is going to be, like, more relevant in the future? If you can afford it, yes. Right, right. If you have the wallet new, to do it, is absolutely. This, is this a new party favor for America at weddings? Well, whether the state's legalized or not, it's got to go federally legal for everyone to really partake. Exactly. That, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if you had, if like Draymond, he was in California, right, and it's legal in California. Yeah. So any guest there is honestly allowed to smoke it. You're asking, is this going to basically either compete or be right there with? people providing alcohol at a wedding that's what i'm trying okay. to say okay no so i don't think so you no, think I, it's still going to be a luxury type thing i just think i mean alcohol is the king at a wedding i mean i think so sure. I, I i'm absolutely going to agree what i'm saying is like if it was available like say a wedding in ohio 
they said, oh, you can you can do a marijuana station and a, you know, two kegs. Do you think that would be popular if you were allowed to do it? 20 years from now, maybe. I don't. I still, yes. I still don't think we're quite all the way there. I, no, we're not. We're just not. Because it's going to continue to gain popularity I think regardless. So, too. so I think so, too. It's going to be incorporated in our everyday lives, and that includes weddings on the weekend. It includes just parties in general. So me personally, I've never done it, but I can still see I experienced it a lot with law enforcement. It was... It's just a whole nother world that people don't see it in the same same scope that I do. So with that being said, people see marijuana as their alcohol type thing. That's their indulgence. That's their enjoyment. So when it comes to that, to answer your question, yes, it will become more popular, more available at those type of events. And as a cop, Otis, I was going to ask you this. You also see the the marijuana laws getting, you know, they're shortening the sentences. Like you can, you can get pulled over with a little baggie of weed, and nowadays it's a misdemeanor. But back in the day, that was a felony. Like you couldn't have any on you. Well, mm-hmm. and there's there's some cities even in Ohio that have decriminalized it. So, well, that's kind of that's where I worked. If you did, if you had enough for basically like personal use, that's kind of the standard nowadays. Yeah, is, not, not for sale. It's personal use. But if if you if you go and you have six pounds sitting in your trunk that you're obviously, obviously. not you're trafficking yeah, yeah. that you're yeah. trafficking it gets to a whole nother so ball game. tell me about that like if you got caught with just like a little baggie would you guys let them go like hey what are you doing oh absolutely i would take it from them destroy oh, you, it you take it destroy, yeah okay. you, you you wouldn't let them keep it unless okay. they had um a marijuana oh, card exactly. if they had okay. you know the documentation for it but i would always take it most of the time take it down to the property room have her have it destroyed all that good stuff okay um but when you get into the bigger poundages, I remember I had made a traffic stop one time, and in the center console, this guy had, I can't remember the exact amount, but he had a bag that obviously was not for personal use. It was much more than that. That's when you start getting into, okay, we have an actual crime here, um, instead of just taking it, have a nice day type thing. Okay. All right. The only thing I can think of is, like, we had prohibition. So when you had weddings in prohibition, did they have alcohol? So I'm going by generations. Okay. So I feel like farther down the line, 10, 15 years from now, when they legalize all this shit, yes, that will be the norm. And it's not going to be frowned upon. One day in the United States, it's all going to be Sooner later. or later. Sooner yeah. or later. Might be 20, might be 30 years, but it's going to happen mm-hmm. because they can tax it. Right. My only question is like, what's the, the marijuana rules in the NBA? They used to be huge, mm-hmm. but now they 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 cut. So them. they don't care that a lot of sports Draymond, are kind of getting away from. And them. I think so. Well, it's not a big deal. They that, never have tested like off season, obviously. No. So like right now, this is off season. Okay. He just had his wedding. Whatever. It also goes back to what your state is. Obviously, California is very yeah. um, lackadaisical on it, um, and it's it's legal over there. So that gives the NBA the ability to be a little bit lackadaisical mm-hmm. in that state. Whereas if you go to a different state, that's super tight with it and you get caught busted whatever it is the nfl's hands are kind of tied a little bit because they're like this is illegal he's doing an illegal act right he has to be punished on some level whether that's just a small fine whether it's a two-game suspension whatever it is so and at the end of the day it's all about money like these leagues don't want their superstars to miss games yes be sidelined right moving on kroger's have passed a bill to have betting mm-hmm. kiosk in their stores all around. Awesome. A lot of dads are going to be grocery shopping That's what I'm year. saying. That's what I was exactly what I was going to say, Colin. Like me and my wife, we don't have kids. She usually hits the grocery store, and she comes back home, and I help her unload them and put them in the cupboards, whatever. I might just go so I can throw in a bet. Well, you I'm know, not just tag just along for fun. Yeah, you know what, babe? You know what? You go ahead and get the groceries. I'm going to hit this little kiosk <laughs> over here, and I'm going to hit the Bengals plus three. My only thing though is like, you can do all this from home next year too. Exactly. So it's like you can, but I feel like this is more of a way to get more people in and out of the grocery store. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And I guess it's a little more interactive. So here's know. my thing. You know why they do it? And I think this is it. If you go in and, as a male, say you're a single guy. Maybe don't have service. Say, oh, I know Kroger's has it. Mm. You go in, you place your bet. 
Who says he's not going to buy a 12-pack of beer and exactly. some, some a frozen pizza while you he's go there? watch them games. You know tonight, what I'm yeah. saying? I'm going to grab a 12-pack of beer, place a bet, grab a frozen pizza, and I'm out for the day. And a pack of cigars. Why not? Sounds like a Sunday to me. I mean, tell me about it. I mean, I'm not a big betting guy. I don't bet a lot. I don't like losing money. But if I can go on a Sunday and my wife's walking around the store doing what she does, she likes me being with her. I might just place a twenty twenty five dollar bet while I'm there, say, just for the fun say, of it. Say, hang on, darling, I gotta go. I gotta use the facilities exactly. real quick. She don't know the the facilities now include the betting, kiosk, betting at a kiosk. <laughs> yeah. So you just go Why right the over. Hell not, yeah. Otis. A few episodes ago, you said you loved going to the grocery store. Is this going to make it an even better experience for yourself? Absolutely. It's going to make it a more expensive experience for myself. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Especially with the season coming up. Yeah. Because if you think about it, your people's normal schedules are, you know, Monday through Friday, they're working, they ain't got time to go to the grocery. Their time to go to the grocery is either it, Saturdays, people are probably busy. Sunday mornings is kind of that, it's kind of that popular spot. Mm-hmm. So that just works out perfectly before the football games start. You say, huh, right before I go over here and get this old cantaloupe, I'm going to walk over here to this kiosk, see what the Bengals line is for today. Might put down some scratch. Perfect day. Never know. Perfect hey, day. Voila. Breakfast. <laughs> there you go. Colin, I know you're not a big better. You think you'll throw some bets down? Yeah. I mean, I think I think I'll be more like you, you know, ten, twenty dollars here and there, but I'm not gonna get No. I'm I'm too much of an addictive person. So if yeah. I if I dive in that rabbit hole, I'm fucked. Well, and that's the problem I feel like. I mean, there's a lot of people who get addicted to it. They get down and they want to get back and then they just dig that hole for them and then they owe money. That's not a good that situation be to be in. That would be me. 100%. But you're not a big better either. Do you think the Kroger kiosk is something that you would hit? I mean, I when the Mega Millions and Powerball are high, I try to go hit up the gas station or whatever. And if it's busy, I you know kind of pass on it. And Kroger's does that exact same thing with Mega Millions and Powerball. So if <laughs> if they place it perfectly as I'm cashing out, I just paid. You know, my groceries are done. And you look up, and I look up, and it says, you know. Bengals versus Steelers plus three. I'm putting a twenty dollar bill. That's in probably system. what it's going to be. Exactly. Hey, like yeah. that's, it's perfect if they put it where they need to put it. I, yes, and I think you're exactly right. They should put it right after the checkout line, as right soon beside as you walk where you through. get oh, yeah. the, the stuffed yes. animals. Yeah. Toy where you <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, that's a great idea, Buck. I never thought about that. Do you guys think that's the perfect location for them, or do you think you should put them right when you walk in? I think it's when you walk out or walk in. Which one is? That's it? exactly where it will be, right when you walk out. I guarantee it. Okay, someone's I, getting paid to decide that. If, if, if it's not where you walk out, like most of lo- or the the Krogers that I know are liquor stores. So put it in the liquor store. That oh, wouldn't be a bad idea. While you're either. browsing for some bourbon or some tequila to drink for Sunday, hey, guess what? I'm gonna I'm how, gonna slip a twenty. How about in. this? And I just thought of this. I like the idea of it on the way out because here's the reason. Say you give the guy a hundred dollar bill. You got fifty left, and your bill's eighty. You got that twenty dollar bill left, right here. and you see that Bengals plus three. Why the hell not? Just throw it in the machine and try to double your money. Yep. You know what I mean? Why not? On the way out, I think is the ticket. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you a little bit here. I, I disagree with that. I'll throw because the heater. when you walk in to a grocery store and you walk out right after you just spent a bunch, and we we all know how crazy grocery prices are getting. Yeah, you just dropped 180 bucks. And you're like, golly, that was expensive. You see that plus three, and you're like, I just dropped 180 bucks on. Yeah, but if you so if, but if you, if you if pay if for you, it before you go hand. If you could pay, that's for, what I'm saying. So, so you're the gonna, placement, you're going to bet before you eat. I'm going to bet before I go buy my groceries because at that point, when you walk into a grocery store, you still have that money in your pocket. You haven't spent nothing yet. Most people are going to eat before they bet. I I disagree. I think you got to put it in there before you uh, walk in uh, because if you if you put it in there as you walk out, you eat. You're to less like you're less likely. Not I bet to live to not only just bet, but you're less likely to put as much as if you had that that's money. That's a good in. point. I mean, it is a good point. But if you just dropped almost two hundred bucks on groceries, and you're like, "Man, that was expensive. I I, I didn't want to spend two hundred money for a week." Yep, I get yeah. what you're saying. Until that big flashboard says Bengals plus three, I'm taking. But that. then you might put in five. Whereas if you put it in the front, they're like Bengals plus three. You walk here's in a on a Sunday morning. Here's twenty bucks. They're making their money. Either way, I'm and I'm a big sports better clay. You. I'm a big, I know you're a big like DraftKings guy. Like you do like the fantasy stuff on well, the weekends. Now that I live a little bit closer to Indiana, and Indiana's yeah. legalized. Yeah, it ain't nothing for me to make that 40 minute drive to the state line, park my car, 
place, place, a, place, place a, a couple be- place a couple bets. Now you see that then- that's 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 when you know you're addicted, <laughs> boys. That's what we were talking about right there. When he's driving forty minutes to place a bet, which a lot of people do that, man. If you live on a state line, yep, it's kind of like the Ohio, Indiana, the West Virginia, the tri-state. Isn't that just now, crazy? If, I, if I live two hours from a state line, then yeah, I'm probably not doing exactly. it. Exactly. But it, you know, just a real quick right down the highway, right yeah. back. Place a couple like I just did it a couple weeks ago uh, with season getting ready to come up. I placed some season long bets and stuff like that. But like futures, yeah, futures, okay. player props, and yeah. different stuff like that. So it's fucking wild to me that like state to state the gambling laws can vary that much. It's, I mean, I you literally what you have to do is literally drive your car across the state line and it pops right up. Boom. And, it, and you're go. you can place a bet. That's that's crazy. Let's get into the text this week. First one, Marty. What is something that people misunderstand about you? Damn, we're getting deep, Marty. He's always got the deep questions. He's always got the deep questions, man. Mm. First one for me. A lot of people know me from this podcast, but I feel like a lot of people really don't realize how smart I actually am. Okay. I might not act like I'm smart, but if you sit me down, like I'm not book smart, I'm not history smart, I'm just talking like, everyday life smart like a lot of people probably don't realize that i can run this shit that we're doing here i didn't know how to do it but i learned how to do it and i'm getting better and i can thank Corey with a k for that he taught me how to do it but a lot of people wouldn't be able to catch on Corey with Corey with a k taught me everything i know and i'm thankful for him so you're a quick learner Yes, I'm a quick learner, and I can, I can. And you want to learn? You want to be a exactly. sponge? Exactly. I want to. Yeah, Buck, you just explained answer, it right Clark. there. I want, I want to be like a sponge. That. I like taking in information and learning how to do shit. That's what people misunderstand me about. Like I might sound like a dumbass on here, but I know how to do a lot of shit. You don't know how to golf? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. What about you guys? Um, for me, I think I try to be nice to everyone. And I think that gets misinterpreted that I like them. And that may not necessarily <laughs> be the case. That's, that's why. A, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, no, I like all you guys. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like some people will think I like them when in the back of my mind, I'm like, I can't fucking stand this guy. But I don't have it in me to, to be an asshole. <laughs> right. I really don't. Okay. So, yeah, I think so that's So they misunderstand you as being weak, overly oh, friendly. Weak. Just that I like them. I yeah. mean, I am overly friendly, and I realize that, but I don't have it in me to be a dick. Okay. That's in reality, right. you're going to be nice to them because that's just your nature. That's right. who you are. But I don't mean I like But you. in reality, I just don't really like you. I, yeah. I, I, I'm just not. I'm in. just not an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, good okay. answer. I like that. Clay, you had a, you had a good one. You had a good one. I, th- I think that was a good one, but I, I want to go a different direction, I think. Just because I don't, I don't want to make it boring and, and take yours. So, especially in high school, I played every sport. Football, basketball, baseball. And I, was, I, I would like to think I was at least decent at all of them. So, with that being said, I think it got misconstrued, and it still kind of does get misconstrued, that I'm a little bit conceited or a little bit cocky or a little bit overconfident, I guess. When in reality, if you get to know me, I'm I like to think I'm a pretty humble dude. You are. So those I, people they just saw how well you performed. Yeah, out they on just the field. they just yeah. saw I was always doing okay at sports right. and, and and this now, whole here, thing. Here's and, the thing. You were average at basketball. Very average. You were decent at football. You only played one or two years. Played one year. One year, your senior year, and actually, year. you ex- yes. you exceeded expectations from everybody. You were actually a really, really good wide receiver and cornerback. Thank you. You were. You exceeded my expectations because I watched you. I didn't think you were going to be that good. I thought, actually, honestly, I thought you were going to be a big pussy. <laughs> but, that's, that's just his bloodline. Yeah. But, Taking after his brother. <laughs> but actually, you were actually pretty decent at football. But baseball, you were a stud. And baseball was Everybody it. here can admit that. You were a oh, freaking yeah. stud at baseball. But Appreciate that. There's not many people out there who can say I was good at all three? So I, I to answer the question from Marty, I would say that kind of gets misconstrued a little bit that I'm 
arrogant or or yeah, cocky conceited or, or over gotcha. co- over yeah. cocky I and never stuff like that. that. No, I really I never. Did. I, I think it's in, and that's the thing. It kind of goes to it kind of goes to the basis of the it's question. People don't, it's that, people that don't know don't you. Know yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. If you show up but, at a bar with your yep. girlfriend and her friends are like, "Oh my god, this motherfucker, he's a." Yep, he's just he's too good for all. But they of were from no. a different. School and I think or all yeah. I think kind of in the not, maybe not Ross County, but maybe the our conference of schools. It was kind of close knit a little bit. You knew a lot of people from different other schools, or people knew of you. Yeah. And I think it's those people who kind of had it in their head of like who that person is before they really know them. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's not a bad answer. I like that. What about you, Buck? I don't know. I think I I feel to most people I'm unapproachable. Like I give a vibe, like yeah, you're, if you're, you're not a in my wildcat, dude. If you're not in my inner circle, like I, I've won absolutely nothing. Well, to do you're with a you. wildcat. That's the reason. People, people never know what they're going to get out of you. Are you going to get the nice Levi? Is he going to shake your hand? Is he going to give you a hug? Hell, the motherfucker might even kiss you on the lips. <laughs> or are you going to get the crazy motherfucker who's going to headbutt you <laughs> or kick you in the dick? Nobody knows. And I still don't know till this day. I've known this guy for all my life, and I still don't know if he's going to make out with me or punch me in the face. That's the thing about Uncle Buck. He's unpredictable. Yeah, I just want, I mean, I want people to know that I'm not out there to hate against you. I'm over that age to where... I want vendettas. I want everybody to love everybody, like Jackie Moon would say. E-L-E. E-L-E. So if you, I mean, if you're out there and you want to come up and give me a high five or a shake, absolutely. Come over, shake my hand. I'm not going to be mean. I'll buy you a beer. Fuck it. Now we're talking. Let's there do we it. Go. What you call it? Here he went. What do you answer? You already answered what the motherfucker. Pay, pay attention to your what podcast. Was his answer? My pay answer is just because I'm nice to you don't mean I fucking right. like you. Yeah, that's right. Here we go. <laughs> what an answer, Colin. Yeah, what an answer. A little answer. bit forgettable, but what an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. Sometimes I lose track of shit. You trying already to do answered. You got a lot on your plate. Next question. Yeah, yeah, next question. Actually, this isn't a question. This is a fucking statement. If my dog has the runs, I will wipe his butt before he comes in the house. However... I use a wet paper towel and throw it away. So this is going back to you, Buck. I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah. Buck said he used a towel yeah. and kind of kept it outside just in case. Yeah, he said he kept it inside. No, it's it's definitely inside. Oh, boy. I don't know about that. <laughs> you wash that but towel not, by not, itself, yes, at least. Yes. Not but still, always, you're wasting a whole fucking load of laundry. I, not load always of, load in the washer. is it by herself. Like, not always is it. You might that. throw some socks in there or something. I mean, not always does it happen. I oh, just, okay. If I look, I examine her poo. If it's runny, I'm, I'm going to give her a little wipe before she goes in the house. It's a lot easier to clean that now than to clean the couch or the floor or the bed later. I don't disagree. It's That's fair. Okay, but the wet paper weird, towel, I, it's, I'm going to do it. Okay. This is the same cat here. Team ground beef. You get the perfect ratio of spaghetti, sauce, and meat. He's with us, Buck. On the spaghetti well, This situation. was against the meatballs. Yes, yeah. Okay. yeah. You were on this pod. I was on the, yeah. I don't know, honestly, that I've ever had spaghetti and meatballs, but got to have the ground beef. You got to have the ground beef, yep. man. See, I mean, Otis that's... was on the, Otis Hold was on. on an island, kind of. Time out. Let's back up here. Okay. Let's right. back up. Argue against Rewind. I love when we get argumentative. I'm not necessarily arguing against them. Your statement on the last podcast, I believe, and I'm not going to quote you, but was something along the lines of meatballs are trash. Don't be long in spaghetti. Yes, that's what it is. That's what okay. I said. I disagree with that. Okay. Now, if I'm just having spaghetti on a Tuesday night, I ain't going through all the trouble making meatballs and all that stuff. I'm going to put the ground beef in the in the sauce, just like you guys but said. But if you want to make it nice and fancy, yeah, you're going to make your own meatballs. For you to say that meatballs don't don't belong on spaghetti, that's I, just wrong. I don't no, think they do. And see, that's where I kind of agree with you. Is like I don't think I would dislike meatballs on spaghetti, not at all. But add the ground like, beef. Well, I just feel like it's not necessary. Okay. Just not All necessary. Right. All right. I'll All agree right. with that. I'll okay. agree with that. It's yeah. not necessary. You don't need to have a good spaghetti to have spaghetti and meatballs. I'm glad so. you're here, Colin, because you know what? I somewhat agree with that as well. Okay. I feel like. But meatballs I, do belong on spaghetti. No. Tailgate meatballs, though. Oh, <laughs> oh my boy. God. Oh, boy. What's your uh, mother-in-law's pe- meatballs taste like? Are they oh, fantastic? Are they bomb? Oh, yeah. Handmade. The barbecue ones. Hammer on the nail. Bang, bang, it, bang. Their, so their tailgate meatballs are the barbecue. They're sitting there. They're simmering in the crock pot. she makes them with jelly, dude. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. jelly yeah. barbecue yeah. is the best. Yeah. Jelly in them. It's yeah, great. For sure. This guy also sent in another one. 
Thank you. 100% agree about the TP, boys. I keep a roll of good TP in my suitcase for that reason. He's talking about the Airbnbs, the traveling trips. He takes it one step ahead. Exactly. He keeps he's the toy. Been there, he's the been TP. there before. Yeah. He's he, had that situation. He's of not had that situation. He said, uh-uh, yeah. not again, boys. I'm, I'm going to get ahead of this. Yeah, yeah, he's not dealing with the one-ply bullshit in the hotels or the Airbnbs. Here's one for you. I don't use toilet paper. You got a bidet, too? I don't let shit bother me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next yes. up, Buck, I don't think you're going to like this one. That's fine. I do not think you're going to like this one. That's And fine. I actually believe you're going to know exactly who this came from once I read it. Oh, that's, yeah. And Uncle Buck does not wipe his dog's ass. He only wipes that bitch's feet. Oh. So they're called. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's coming from your wifey, and she is pissed off that you lied. Oh, well, well, listen, boy. Let's uh, let's start out here. I, I didn't lie. Because usually I wake up now before her. So how would she know if I'm wiping my dog's ass with a towel while she's asleep in her fucking bed? <laughs> this gun got it started. Okay. This gun so, got it started. And it, we've always had a towel that we use in case of. That is a given. We wash it. Let's let people know we don't just let dirty fucking shit towels lay, you know, laying around the married household. <laughs> That's not us. But when it's... 30 or five thirty in the morning, and she, you know, she's got a runny shit. I don't want that in my truck, so I wipe her. Let her get in the truck. What is the big deal about wiping a dog's ass with a towel? I don't think it's a big deal, but your wife's calling you a liar. Huh. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. She, I mean, I get called that every, every time. Every and we're, day. Not, we're not done yet. There's another uh, lie you told. Oh, oh. She said, correction, $70 bag of dog food. Jesus. The, dog, oh. the, the food that you pissed on was a $70 bag in that crate. No yeah. wonder that fucking dog's got runny shit. <laughs> That's that premium bullshit I mean, they feed come that on, thing. Dude. I feed my dog cheap dog food. and Never had to and wipe your, his ass. Your dog Never. has grown. Your dog is beautiful. Oh, the yeah. hair. Uncle Buck, he sits on his couch and he lets this dog literally come up to him. Oh, God. And they fucking make out. Oh, He sticks God. his mouth open with his tongue out, and this thing just makes out with him. The and fuck? it makes me fucking sick. Buck, is that a lie? No, that's not a lie. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, just disgusting. I mean, you would think uh, Jim Jameson was shooting a porn when me and Lola take a kiss. <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. You it, open your mouth? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I put my tongue in there. What the fuck? Oh, what a little, little Dude, canine he, action. I, to be honest, it's he ain't disgusting. got nothing to worry about because he, his dog's butthole's clean because he makes sure of that. So Well, he's not licking point. butthole. They're just making ass. Well, but, but the, the dog's, dog's not licking the butthole. Yeah, the dog's not <laughs> licking the butthole because it's <laughs> already you, clean. Thank you, Otis. Uh, so now he <laughs> says, huh? Might as well make out with him. <laughs> Jesus. Thank it's thank unreal. You, and I brush my teeth probably five times a day, so... Fuck everybody that's listening to this. If I want to make out with my dog, I'm going to make out with yeah, my dog. Exactly. And he does. Trust me. <laughs> Next up. Do the sip and serve bumper stickers. That's all I got. That's a good idea. I don't think he wants them on his car, but he should probably put them on a cooler. Or a mower. Yeah. We've thought about making some stickers, so if you want them, we might just make them. I know a guy who can make them for cheap, and we'll just Slip do it. a window decal. At the sip and serve. I don't see nothing wrong necessarily Ooh. with the back glass having a little yeah. corner a sticker. Little, a but little. what about 20? Well, see, that's fucking bullshit. Okay. <laughs> There's not 20 podcasts people are listening to. It's at sip and serve. Pod. That's it. Let's get into the dictionary. Come on in, kids. It's time for the Sipionary Word of the Week. Today's word is... The lawnmower. I'm going to go first. Go right ahead. So you're fucking a girl from behind. Yeah. And you pick her legs up. Yeah. Uh, hold them at your hips. You walk her. Walk her forward. Yep. Like a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> about you buck what are you thinking on this one the lawn i mean it's easy man i i'm pretty sure i came up with this thing okay i mean not me personally but if i had to choose the lawnmower how do you start it you pull it you pull that son of a bitch so what are you pulling out of her ass <laughs> oh my god hmm 
It could be it could be your wee wee. It could be a yo yo. It could be anything you put in that bitch. But as long as you pull it, guess what happens? She's gonna start. <laughs> so wait a second here. You 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 pull a yo yo out of the butt. As long as it whatever starts. they whatever he puts in there, he's gonna pull out. Is what he's saying. If she's got gas in her, she's gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Woo. All right. Okay. But you, Otis, <laughs> she got gas in her. I can't really think now after, after Uncle Buck goes off with that doozy. But, hmm. If I'm going to go with a lawnmower, that's yep. the word. Yep. Lawnmower. That's the word. I'm going to go with absolutely no clue here. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> absolutely Just no don't cl- say fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking along the lines of that bitch. I re-listened to that and laughed just as hard as I did while I was in <laughs> oh, here. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with I have no clue. I'm going to go with the old lady gets on her hands and knees. And you get on top of her, and she just crawls around like you're on a lawnmower. <laughs> a riding lawnmower. Yeah, a okay. riding lawnmower. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I'm going with. Are okay. your legs on the ground, or you're just... No, they're no right. you got to ride. You pick they're your right. legs up. You pick your legs up, and she and you're just making the... <laughs> okay. She's going around the house. Yeah, like she's it. going around yeah. the house, and that, that, I mean... Okay, I all like right. It. That ain't bad. All right. Buck's the closest, but here's what it is. With the, he was the closest what? with the yo-yo in the butthole. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, no, he was the closest. God. When one pulls out anal beads in the same manner as starting a lawnmower, mm. sternly and quickly. Hey, Uncle Buck. <laughs> yeah, how about that? That's about it. No That's two shit. weeks in a row, That's Buck. two Jesus. weeks. That's two weeks in a row. Hey, guys, appreciate you guys listening. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us at Sip and Serve Pod if you guys want to Send in a question, 740-720-3537. That's our voicemail hotline. Otis, Colin, Uncle Buck, appreciate you guys. See you guys next week. How you gonna do in fantasy this year? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at, bud? What? Fuck me. What's wrong? <laughs>